welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on controlling inner voices. And yesterday, we left off right in the middle of talking about how emotional trauma affects our brain. And if you missed that one or any of them leading up to this point, I would encourage you to go back and start from the beginning. We have shared a lot of information on this topic. And if you struggle at all with inner voices and whether they're minor issues where you just feel plagued with this constant barrage of inner voices that prohibit you from becoming your best or from having enough confidence or whether they're more serious issues such as depression or PTSD, we are covering it all. So I want to go back a little bit and just remind you of where we came from when we started this just a few days ago, but I think this will be very helpful to you. We started out talking about what it means to control inner voices, and I gave you a multitude of examples of what that might look like, sort of the diagnosis of it, and then we got into the root of it. So what causes inner voices? And then we talked about emotional trauma yesterday, so that's where we're picking up now And I want to go back to that subject. Now, yesterday we talked a lot about the the hippocampus and what trauma does to the brain in terms of affecting that hippocampus, which is the memory center, as well as the amygdala, which is the emotional center of your brain. But it also affects the prefrontal cortex, which is the executive center, and it is 40% of your brain capacity. Now, those of you that know me and listen to me a lot may have heard this before, but reminders are always great because the more that we can become self-aware of what these emotions are doing to us, what these thoughts are doing to us to affect us, the more chance, or well, the better chance, I should say, we have in having more self-awareness, which is the top and most important element in emotional intelligence. So if you're, in other words, if you're going to be intelligent about your emotions and be able to maintain them at a level that makes you proud and helps you to get to that next level, makes you feel amazing inside, like you're actually becoming the person that you want to become, then emotional intelligence is the most important key. So let's talk about the prefrontal cortex a little bit. Now, it, it is responsible for regulating emotions a lot, in addition, of course, to the amygdala and and, and the, the hippocampus, which have an effect on it as well. Now, these this, this particular area is significantly affected by trauma. And I've mentioned this, probably it's been a while since I've mentioned it, but uh, a quick story for you. Uh, Caroline Leaf, who's another neuroscientist, she's actually a, a cognitive neuroscientist, and she works with cognitive behavioral therapy. And she talks in her books, and she's written many of them, including who or Switched On Brain. Um, she talks about it, incidents where she's in a prison with the most heinous uh, prisoners. And, and these are people that you know are serial rapists, serial killers. And they do PET scans on these prisoners. And they find black holes in their brain, usually in the frontal cortex reason. In fact, the majority of the time, that's where they are located. Well, interestingly, um, the, the scientists that do this walk away and basically surmise 
that the prisoners have brain defects and that's why they're serial killers or rapists. But the problem is they need to go a little deeper. And uh, this is something that Caroline Leaf really talks about a lot. And she would go into heinous prisons and tell the prisoners, look, I know that that's what you were diagnosed with, holes in your prefrontal cortex, but I want you to understand how they got there. When you have an enormous amount of stress that's not managed correctly, and especially from infancy to adulthood or even in those early stages, which we talked about from zero to seven, you're in theta brainwave state, then it, it the amount of stress that it causes it exhibits or rather releases so many stress hormones, which you know we know is adrenaline, cortisol, neopinephrine, and a number of others. It literally eats holes in that frontal cortex region of the brain, creating those holes. But what she tells them is, look, if we can rewire your brain and we can teach you how to think differently from the second you wake up to you close your eyes at night, and she has programs for that, as do I. I this is what I do. I do brain training daily, consistent brain training with my clients. And it's, and it's a lot of the concepts that I've mentioned, not only in this podcast, but in previous, previous podcasts. And it's also in my book. So if you want to know about, more about it, Reframe and Rewire is uh, what you want your hands on. But also, I would recommend Caroline Lee's book. Anyways, the systems, the routines, the habits, the day-to-day self-awareness, what you do with your brain every second of the day counts. And and over time, she literally helps them to refill, actually fill in those holes in the brain with brand new, growing, thriving baby dendrites that grow into neural pathways and networks where they no longer have the dysfunction that they had before. Now, that may sound remarkable and a little odd to you, but I would encourage you to look up any kind of brain scans. You can see, literally see the visual effects of uh, of stress hormones on the brain and how they can affect the brain, but you can also look up Caroline Leaf and study some of her materials. Well, we are, believe it or not, just at that little bit, um, almost out of time, so I don't want to get back into anything too serious here, but what I want you to understand is that despite the effects of trauma on the brain, recovery is possible. It is possible to reverse the effects on the hippocampus, the amygdala, and the prefrontal cortex. So I don't ever want you to lose hope. And I don't want you to feel like you're back paddling just because you don't get results right away. Okay. Survivors of trauma and the brain are one, the brain is the most adaptable organs in the human body. So there, there, there's a total reversal possible for you if you're willing to stay with it long term and possibly get some help in so doing. Now, the help that you might get will depend on what you're looking for. I mean, obviously, you can get professional help. You can get a coach. You can get whatever you feel is adequate to help you to reverse the effects of that stress and begin to think in a whole new direction by a different lifestyle. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Feel free to reach out to me anytime. Thank you for joining.